two man game, TMG, uh, get the news fast, AMG, uh, game of two boxes, name two boxes that hit as hard as this, yeah we're cutting to the truth, no there ain't no narrative. Eyes up on the cup this year, hear the stadium erupt this year, call my team, TMG. Let's go, let's get into it. I think episode 105. 105. Let's get it. It's TMG. 105. How many teams have, how many Premier League teams have, have had 100 points in a season? No. Um, one. one. What season was that? Was that 1819? 1819 City. Back to see 100. It's, it's very topical now because as they hunt down. They're hunting down um, Arsenal. Yeah, the motivated. Uh, the, the hunter, not the hunted. Ten games. Different mentality. I mean, like, what is it? Nine games in the season? Is it nine games? For City, I believe so, yeah. Flip. They got... That's thirty. Well, that's 27 points off top of So, and Arsenal need to hit... Basically, because Man City are this good, and Man City, their run-ins are crazy. They're basically saying that Arsenal, you have to hit 95 points to win this league title. Yeah. And how many times have Arsenal even hit 95 points? 90 points. I don't points. think Arsenal have ever had 95 points in a season. Before. No, we've only had 90 points once, which is the Invincibles. And this Arsenal season was even a better start than that season. So you've talked to Pep. I saw one stat. If you look at Pep's last 10 games in each season, if you see the rundown of his performances, he's actually a crazy guy. Like, they, they rarely lose in the last 10 games of the season. So let's just see. let's just see how it goes. How's it? How's it? How's your week, been, man? I heard you won five 0 on the weekend. We did five 0 solid performance from the guys. Should have been more. I missed a very good chance. Um, to be honest, my quality was lacking, but my fitness levels are back there. To be fair, just finally back playing football. Quality, quality needs to catch up to the fitness, I guess. Um, but yeah, we won five 0 Should have won like nine. Should have been like three 0 in the first like five minutes. Our finishing was wasn't the greatest, have myself included. I haven't scored all assists. My stats are poor this season. Zero goals, zero assists. <laughs> even yo, yo was calling out. Even from from right back or left back or even sometimes centre back. I hope you guys face each other in the final. That'll be a time. It'll be time. Should have been two. Unfortunately, we didn't. You know, live up to our end of the bargain. But you know, yeah, that'll be an interesting final for sure. The crowd, the crowd will be will be mental. Shocking from you guys, man. Shocking. Is what it is, man. Let's start off with football, seeing as we're talking about football. Let's talk about the big game on the weekend, the Liverpool Arsenal. Did you watch? I watched the year, Sunday. Had a chilled Sunday, watched the game, laser focused. Um, game of two halves. The flashpoint for me was when Jacker got into it with Trent. He reignited the Liverpool um, crowd, he reignited Trent. Because literally from that moment, Liverpool scored within like two minutes later, probably even less than that. Trent started to play a lot better because he was getting cooked. I was even keeping track of how many times Martinelli cooked him. Both goals, he had a he had a part to play with it. With but him. I think I think Trent's position kind of changed in the game because he kind of played the, the inverted fullback. The inverted fullback. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't done it. He probably has done it in phases, but I'm surprised they haven't done it more consistently. Maybe that goes against kind of thinking style. But um, I feel like Canate next to Trent is good for him. To be fair. Yeah, it was it was very good. Can, um, if they get that combination going a lot more, maybe they can 
kind of hide and maybe get another active right defensive midfielder. I mean, I don't. I think it's not. I think Fabinho's fall off has impacted Trent. As oh. in, he hasn't because Fabinho doesn't cover the amount of space. It doesn't allow for Trent to expose his flaws. Yeah, exposes his flaws a lot more because normally. Fabinho can cover that space he can drop into the centre-back and the centre-back can cover the space in the wide yeah, a bit like how Arsenal were doing with Gabriel because Gabriel played a lot was playing really in the wide spaces while Zinchenko came into the middle mm-hmm. so you see that Gabriel was often matched up against Salah he did a really good job in that because both teams had liabilities in their fullback places like in the fullbacks because you've got Zinchenko who likes to come in and in like be another midfielder and then I, I think Liverpool tried to match it with Trent coming in trying to be a midfielder to match to match up in the mid, middle of the midfield and they basically went man for man but w- obviously in the wide areas you got guys like Martinelli Shaka was really quiet Shaka was really quiet Martinelli Sorry. really strong Salah he he had a good he had a mixed bag but he had a lot it was a, it was a really big threat um, Jota not really there. Even Darwin, when he came on... He missed some chances. He missed chances, but the threat was coming from where those fullbacks were leaving the space, basically. I mean, yeah, Dijenko were leaving the space because, obviously, that's his role. And Trent, whether he's there or not there, he just mm. doesn't, can't, he can't defend or mm. just has no defensive pride. Um, and, yeah, he was getting cooked. And that, like I said, that flashpoint changed the game. And then from then, from after Liverpool scored, we were at, we were probably at 30, late 30s, early 40th minute, and Liverpool took over and they should have won the game to be honest Arsenal want to hang on big saves from, by Ramsdale um, obviously we've got a bit of luck Liverpool missed a good chance to sell him the penalty but Arsenal kind of fell off or well, not kind of Arsenal did fall off in that second half mm. but you know they've done well to get a good point you know people you can look at it both ways because obviously we're up 2-0 have we dropped two points have we gained a point um, I'd say it's a point gained I'd say in, in hindsight in the end it's a point gained I think Martinelli that pass. It's a sucker. Yeah, it had to be better. It had to be better. It's fatigue. So that's why you have to do your fitness, as we like to say in the gender train FFS. Go do that fitness, mate. You think that was fitness or just a lack of of quality in that? Yeah, lack of quality came from just being tired. I won't say he's not fit, but just that fatigue. But I would always say that once you're tired and once you're you're mentally drained, wouldn't you? No, not mentally, Jim, but once your body is tiring, wouldn't your technical ability still be the one that prevails? Because what you have learned and what you, like, what you learn and what, like, your, is your, that'll be your basis, your basics. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but when you're tired, you make technical errors. That was a technical error. You overhit the pass. Like, um, that pass was, wasn't as accurate as it probably would have been if it was earlier on in the game when he's sharp. I mean, that was, that was just a tired pass. He had a big window of opportunity. A big, a, room for, a lot of room for error, and he somehow managed to, you know, to overhit, and it was it's a shame, because you know our back tackers chances if we got went through on goal. Um, um, I want to, but get back to your said Saka had a yeah quietish game. It was official. He done a really good move for the first goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he held up the ball really well. Um, I remember, well not last time, but one day, I think last season he played it up against Robertson. And Robertson done really well against him. I think there's one game Saka done well. I think in the cup, one of the cup games, in the next game in the league, Robertson done really well against him. I think he had Robertson at sixes and sevens. Just that, um, obviously, when you play Liverpool, attack Trent's side. And especially Trent getting that earlier card, so I we could um, attack him more, which we didn't. But then, 
I mean, in second half, because Liverpool was so on top. That Liverpool just won the midfield battle. And I, I was kind of shocked because I actually thought that Liverpool's midfield was kind of... They were laboured and slow at the beginning of the game and Arsenal was just clearly on top. But Xhaka, after that incident, he kind of went into a shell and Liverpool kind of targeted him. Like, when he was on the ball, they kind of pressed him. Canate absolutely took him out at one of the moments. And they, uh, Odegaard shriveled, Xhaka shriveled. They, they were just out of the midfield and he just became Partey as the only line of defence in that midfield at, at moments in time. Yeah, Odeg- Odeg- oh, if you want to say who had a quiet game, Odegaard is a really quiet game. He just went missing. And maybe there's just something about Arsenal is that, you know, Odegaard's really good when you're on top. Odegaard's good against teams, you know, they're not going to physically impose them, they're not going to press. But when it becomes one of those cold gems of a game where you need someone to stamp their authority, he wasn't there. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of faded away. I mean, it's a bit of a shame. He's on the periphery, and you can't have you can't carry someone in those kind of games. Do you get what I mean? Even Jekka tries, and he was there, but he became a passenger as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Liverpool kept pulled back up, pulled around, and you know they got the result. Or the result for them two two, especially one 0 two 0 down. But yeah, I mean, uh, now Arsenal are six points with the Man City have a game in hand. Uh, Man City have nine games left. Arsenal have eight games left. And then they face each other. So City have who do they have to left to play? So let me just check. I think they have to. They have Chelsea. They face Liverpool. So the City got. They've got. Oh, return of. Let me just smack them. They've got. Uh, Leicester, hopefully the, hopefully the new manager Bounce can do him. Leicester, then they got the Bayern Munich second leg again. Then they got Sheffield United FA Cup semi-finals. Then they got Bayern has been postponed. They got the so they got us after Leicester were the, the next Premier League game on the twenty sixth of April. It says eight o'clock. That means it's probably midweek. It's midweek. Hopefully it's not flipping Wednesday again. Mm. It, it's Wednesday. Oh gosh, I'll have to see that game live. Then there's Fulham Man City, Man City West Ham, Man City Leeds, Everton versus Man City, Man City Chelsea, um, penultimate game of the season, Brentford Man City. So the last two games are... Brentford is a tough game. But the thing is, yeah, the only issue is Brentford won't have anything to play for. Brentford is a tough game. Chelsea, who knows what Lampard is on. Maybe that could be a tough one. Arsenal, we've got West Ham next, away. We've still got something to play for. Southampton next, Southampton's got something to play for. Then we've got the Man City game. Then we're facing Chelsea, Newcastle away. That's a very tough game. Brighton, Nottingham Forest, and Wolves. Don't also tend to do well against West Ham. We do. Yeah, away. True. I remember one time Pepe bored out there, fam. It's true. It's true. I'm not too worried about Arsenal. The one and I bet Arsenal to collect like what twenty points at minimum from those games. There's eight games. Twenty twenty point. Oh. Twenty points is a lot. I was at 18. Because Newcastle away, tough. Yeah. But if you want to win the league... You Newcastle wanna... away, tough. You need at least a point. If you want to win the league, want to win this league, those are the things you've got to do. I mean, I also got 24 points left to win. Um, 73 points, that could take us up to 97. So you have to get at least 90 points, in my opinion. Um, so you need 17 points? Um... I'd say Arsenal need 27. Uh, right, the potential bar- you've got London derbies, the two London derbies, West Ham, Chelsea. I don't expect that. I expect them to be, win both of those if they're going on form, but they're London derbies, so potential banana skins. 
you got City away. You can't really. That's just a free hit. If I'm just going, don't lose that game. Just don't lose, don't that lose game. the game. Then Newcastle. Uh, need to, in that game, Arsenal need to counter attack sharply. Yeah, Newcastle. It's a point. Like you're looking at a point because Saint James Park is a tough place to play. Newcastle got stuff to play for. We got stuff to play for. We need to, we need to try and dominate that game. I try to win it. But how many times have gone to St James Park and dominated? Let's try to hit the game by the softest neck. You got the quality, but the Man City games. But has anyone in. even won at St James's Park this season? And Newcastle got the best defensive record. They've only conceded twenty one goals. Um, Man City conceded twenty seven. We conceded twenty nine. I think Newcastle got the most clean sheets. But we need to go there and you know, take the game by the scruff of his neck. Hey man. Tough to win at New. I don't think anyone's even won at St James Park, so that will be an achievement for us. I was also going to win at Anfield. I yeah. really did think that. When I saw two 0 when Jesus rose on Easter Sunday, I thought it was written in the stars. It wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. Mohammed scored on Easter. You missed a penalty. Missed a penalty as well. That penalty was awful. Actually, missed. I was surprised you missed the target. Because the camera. You're lucky winning. I was like, what? Yeah. Camera view we had was right behind it, so it was, it was the same thing. It's the same, man. We can move on from that. Anyway, talk to me about boxing, man. Seeing as we've gone into our football segment, which I really did enjoy. AJ, um, do you know I watched that? Mm-hmm. I watched it. Thoughts? Ah, <sighs> so I spoke to Salassie as well. I spoke to Salassie about this as well, and he Salassie said that you said. He's a bit too old to try and learn these new tricks. Yeah. And obviously, I haven't spoken to you on it, but I guess this is the podcast. He he, he looks like he's trying to be something that he's not. Which yeah. is where I'm having issues with AJ. I think the Usyk fight has now absolutely scrambled his identity. And... He's in an identity crisis. That's what it is for me for AJ. Like, he's trying to be this boxer puncher. Uh, he's trying to craft his skills. He's trying to do the jab. He's trying to do the hook. He's trying to learn this one. He's trying to dodge shots. He's trying to do all of these little things, all these little nuances of the craft. It's stuff he's learning when he's, like, 33 years old. Um... I just don't think he should have gone too deep into this style and gone back to more of his roots of when he was first coming to the scene. Um, he's just suffering. Well, mainly he's just suffering from confidence issues and he's afraid to be as um, carefree as he used to be because when you try to go for the kill, you, there's an element that leaves yourself exposed and he's worried about what's coming back to, to him a bit too much. But then again, I mean, obviously he's not going to learn it. You can't teach that old dog new tricks, which is what me and Celeste did discuss, which is true, but you can refine and clean, which are, which is what I believe, I have, you know, a lot of believe in Derek James will try to do to AJ, which is what he did. Defensively, AJ was a lot sounder. Um, you still getting hit. Got, yeah, you get hit, but was, he, he was a lot sounder than, um, you know, like, and structural-wise, he was a lot better than he probably was in other times. Mm-hmm. Um, his head movement was pretty good. I mean... James um, Franklin, Jermaine Franklin is, is better than a lot of people give him credit for. Like I said, a lot of people think he beat Dylan White. Um, but he's quick, he's sharp. So there was that, and you're trying to get him, but just that confidence to really cause him damage, be more authoritative, be more authoritative with his punches. He did it a couple of times, but then he got smothered, 
Um, there's too much holding by both of them. Shit by both of them. Mm. Um, and, but my thing is, is AJ lost. Is either yeah, is either he wasn't sitting down his punches or he lost power. But I don't think he's sitting down his punches. <laughs> I think he's like he's he's punching to score, not to hurt. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he doesn't sit down on his punches. He never. You know, like what you say with Wilder, like every punch Wilder is throwing, he's throwing. So to end the fight, where agent because maybe the fights with Usyk has been like he knows that Usyk wasn't punching him to hurt him. Usyk was just punching to get the points, and he's probably in that mindset like, oh wow, Usyk was so did this to me. I now need to impose this style to get to Usyk's level. It's not that. It's not that. He needs to change it. He needs to go back. He needs to punch to hurt. But he needs to be a bit more menacing with his punches. And if he can get that right balance and still keeping himself somewhat defensively responsible but by but also be menacing with punches when the opportunity is there to go for the kill because he had um, Frankenstein a couple of times he did try to step up a couple of times but it was something that was lacking but it's like he tried to step up once he realised he couldn't he quickly just went back into his kind of defensive shell um, do you think he beats White? I think he beats White yeah White, White's on the, unless White comes and puts a performance for of his career I think White's not, is on the the downturn but the thing is White is going to let his hands go and if AJ has lost power I think White has a chance I'm not saying that White doesn't have a chance White does have a chance um, but I feel AJ, White will bring the the men's aspect out of AJ a bit more which could work for White because mm. he could leave himself to be more open but I think AJ beats White he has too much quality to beat White um, White gets caught by the same punches Um and AJ still has enough power to keep White honest at the end of the day. Um, he has enough power. Well, Selassie was saying Fury, boy. He said he no chance that AJ beats Fury right now. If he, obviously, the, the Fury is bigger than AJ. So he won't fight Fury the same style for um, um, Franklin. Because to beat Fury, ideally, he needs to give drop him a few times and knock him. He's not going to outbox Fury, which is all I hope he understands. <laughs> um, and he's to throw his combinations and be menacing because, you know, there's a big target there. Um, he's, but the thing the issue for me is just that the conf- performance looked like it lacked a bit of confidence and that's what he's going to need to beat Fury he needs to have confidence in his own abilities if he doesn't have confidence Fury will, Fury will smoke him that's where it is isn't it because that's the fight that he wants he wants the Fury fight and that's where I was thinking when I was looking at this, this fight with Franklin I was like how does this fight translate to Fury and I was thinking it's two totally different fights I think Fury is a bigger fighter. AJ can, it's a bit maybe lighter on his feet, quicker than Fury in some respects. But Fury is, is just so smart as a boxer. But I think maybe fighting someone bigger than him might play into AJ's hands of what he wants to do now. Yeah, bigger target. I mean, AJ's got to make sure he obviously keeps his defensive responsible against Fury because uh, Fury does have a knockout power now. Um, but AJ needs to let his hands go, throw some combinations, and set traps, and walk through into them, attack the body. AJ's issue is, which has been an issue for in my opinion for his whole career, he doesn't attack the body not, in, in nowhere near enough. I don't think he even hit. How many body shots did he give Frank? Was... Yeah, I remember there's, I don't just got a stat, let me try to find him. But there's one body shot he hit Franklin with, and he stunned him. AJ's got so much power, doesn't go to the body nowhere near enough. I, 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 I think if, if AJ was to fight Wilder, I think Wilder would be the favourite. But it'll be like 55-45. Because Wilder is not trying to refine his game. Wilder's just like, I'm just trying to knock you out. I want to do it the best 
I, I know I know guys like Fury are too good. Like Wilder wouldn't fight Usyk. Because Usyk is just too quick. It's too quick for him. Mm, so hopefully Wilder does fight Fury. No, he does fight Usyk. Huh? Do you think so? Hopefully he does. I mean, that's what the fight they're trying to make next. I mean, AJ will just... Usyk, Usyk Wilder? Yeah. What is that? Trying to make that fight, it's not been set, but they're trying to. I thought he was making Usyk the, the bra. Huh? I thought he was making Usyk the bra. That's the mandatory. The bra can get beat up. The bar is gonna get, gonna get beaten up. He's gonna get scored. He's gonna get absolutely beaten up. Unless he wants to brawl out. I watched, I watched Usyk versus Chizora recently, and I said, and I said to this, okay, Usyk's tempo is so quick for most heavyweights that there's actually no way. Most of these heavyweights beat him. Because the tempo of how he boxes, the speed is that he boxes for 12 rounds is so much. But when Chizora kind of made it a brawl, it was so hard for him. You could see that he was physically overwhelmed. That's why I, I, I was so confused by AJ's fight that he didn't try and hold him and hug him and make him yeah, tired. AJ, AJ, do, AJ doesn't... That's not... AJ's really more been a guy to hold guys like that. Like I said, that's where the lack of experience comes in. Like him holding holding using his friend clean, even though people thought it was excessive, to a point it probably was, but like I said it was initiated by both fighters. That's also a feather in his cap because if it was a fighter like you see again, that's a skill he could use and he has experience using that skill to hold a guy, put his weight on him, slow him down, make him reset, not let him get into rhythm. All those little tricks to the trade. AJ doesn't didn't before before didn't have those um didn't have those tricks, didn't have those abilities because he hasn't been taught them. And or Maybe maybe has, but you know he doesn't have the experience in order to know when to utilize and the stuff that Fury has. That sort of stuff that may have done as well, and Usyk can do. That takes years of experience to understand and how Fury, to utilize. Fury absolutely took Wilder's legs away by doing that. Yeah, literally. But flipping, I mean, Franklin still kept a decent pace. Not obviously no not as good as um, Usyk's, but not as Usyk level. But I mean, looking at the stats now, uh, Franklin threw what fifty more punches. Um, he threw four hundred twenty six. To AJ's French 76, AJ landed 117 to Franklin's 58, 31% to 14%. I mean, AJ had a good economical fight. I mean, in terms, but just so I know, this, the only issue was he didn't really stun Franklin enough. The, the only time I can remember him stunning, stunned him a couple times briefly, but there's one distinctive time point I remember to the body, he stunned him. And that's, it wasn't enough because he could have got Franklin out of there if he was. If he rose the level was and by the a bit speed, the tempo the tempo maybe by another ten percent ish, but um but I say he's in my opinion he's lacking confidence but you know playing devil's advocate first fight with Derek James new co- new trainer hopefully they can get some sort of rhythm and consistency going in my opinion for AJ he, to map out his career if I was Eddie Hearn fight this guy Florenkin got through him fight White then um go and fight. Um, the winner few in you should presume they fight if not go no so after no after white go fight Wilder you'll get your money there if you get through Wilder go fight Uri and Fury and Usyk the winner of that with Fury and Usyk have a fight yeah because Fury's been ducking. I know that Fury might avoid that forever I, if Fury, I actually have money on him never fighting him if Fury avoids him then you know his, his career his legacy is going to be tarnished but it's just because he beat up Wilder for like three times I, this is how I see Fury. I think Fury fights. I think Fury fights Usyk. He doesn't fight Usyk. I think he fights. He fights White again, and he fights Joshua. I don't think he fights Usyk. Imagine. And then he fights. I think one of these guys are gonna fight Anderson. 
Do you? I'd put my money on it being Joshua, to be fair. To fight Anderson? Mm-hmm. Why? Because Joshua's the one out of all of them that doesn't seem to care about... He just takes the challenge. Yeah. Wilder, I just don't see him fighting Anderson. Because Wilder doesn't... Wilder is very measured with his opponents. The only reason he took Fury is because Fury was coming back from... Never not fighting for how long? How did he not fought? He was never fight. He would have never fight Fury now. If it was Fury versus me now, he would not fight him. He fought him because he was like what a hundred and something pounds overweight. That's the only reason he took that fight. Yeah. Uh, and then when he drew that fight, he was shocked because he he thought, okay, let me get this Fury name on my resume. Now I can say I've beaten the linear champ, and then I've got that, and I'm the the A side. The A side B side of fighting has. Destroyed it. It's destroyed boxing. It destroyed boxing because it's always about the purse. It's always about this. I would say now UFC is the premium sport when it comes to fighting. Combat sport. Yeah. I mean, you you mean you mean you're not wrong still. In terms of like the fans' interest, because boxing always just just always disappoints. I mean, hopefully the fact Tank and Garcia fight because if it gets up the line. Uh, reignites, you know, people find the best of us, the best in their prime. Um, and hopefully, I think the lightweight division may reignite that because obviously with Crawford and Spence, it's been stalling and stalling and stalling. Um, and hopefully these guys realise the, the excitement and the fun fair, they can stop, real, you know, worrying about it oh so much. And realize even if I lose, I can still be heavily respected. Mm-hmm. I can still make a whole bunch of money. For example, if Crawford and Spence fought three times, uh, I don't think they will, but say they fought three times, and say the first two, say the first two fights were very close, one one one, the other one one one, or there's a two draws which are like, or maybe one one, there's mm. a close draw, controversial. Because we make good money. They look at Golovkin and Canelo. Um, look, in, well, except, like, when Haney loses to Lomachenko, when they do the rematch, it's gonna be peas on the table. I'm telling you, it's not Lomachenko's winner. I don't see Lomachenko winning, but for the people, you not Lomachenko's one of the most gifted he's, boxers he's, of all time. He is, but he's over it. And Haney's too big because Haney's gonna end up fighting in welterweight. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, but he's Haney's too hold big. Some punch. I've seen Haney's Haney's head. Haney's too big. He's skilled enough, not skilled as Lomachenko, but he's very skilled. The only thing that Lomachenko's got a lot of skills. I mean, Lomachenko maybe go through his punches because I think Lomachenko's got a better chin. I think I don't recall Lomachenko. Yeah, I think he has been dropped, but very rarely. Um, but Haney's can get a bit chinny, but Haney. He's very chinny. I've seen him wobble. I think Haney can get through. Will get through Lomachenko, but Haney and uh, of course Stevenson will fight Haney and. I don't think they're gonna fight because they're not, friends. No, they will fight. Of course, there's too much money on it. Are you sure? Yeah, to the top of the division. I mean, do you think you want Shakur wants the belts? They've really been they've really been trash talking recently, and Haney said, uh, Shakur saying that he got the best of Haney sparring. They spar many times. They have. They know they're gonna have to fight because obviously they're. they're tank, what's Tank doing while all of this is happening? Tank's with Ryan Garcia. Tank's gonna fight those guys. Are you sure? There's too much money. Are you sure he's going to fight Secure and or Haney? There's too much money not to. Like, Crawford and Spence, provided no one gets injured, will fight each other. I'm what? just saying, are you sure Tank? Because guys say Tank is going to avoid that fight. He's only taking Garcia because Garcia is a bit... I mean, this fight may get stalled because Tank is exercising his A-side option, um, his A-side abilities. But um, Who's the A-side if he fights Haney? It's, it is this Haney coming as undisputed? Haney's got the belts that he's got now. If, if Haney comes in on the speed, like say, say Haney gets through Lomachenko and then Tank gets through Garcia, they fight next. I mean, I think it'll probably be 50-50 because Haney has all the belts, whereas Tank 
severely is the money maker of the division. Like he has, he's got pay people view numbers are much higher. His um, ticket selling abilities are much higher. I never what what did Tang do to get all of this? Because like, he knocks out guys. He's like his his record twenty eight and old twenty six KOs. Like he knocks oh. out guys. Um, he's entertaining. They market him well. He's fought in different states. Like yeah, Tank Tank's like mini Matt Tyson. That's how they've marketed him. I did never knew that Tang had this reputation like this. I like Shakur though. Shakur is, looks very fine as a boxer. I told you Shakur's probably. I said Shakur probably rise to the top. Um, Shakur, I said Shakur will be at least a four weight world champion. He's got two. He's working on his third. Uh, I think he probably go to. I think he may go to one four seven. We'll see. He's still very young. He's like twenty four. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah. I think mean, he's older than Haney. Is he older than Haney? Um, is he? I think he's older than Haney. Mm. I thought you had a guy that you said it was Davis or something like you said that the best boxer of now what's his name that you said you had as the, being the best boxers of now who's the guys that you were favouring she calls one of them Haney's 24 she calls one of them um, I guess Tank and Haney up there as well um, there's a nice little prospect called Keyshawn Davis yeah, uh, I think he's 25 26 this year she calls same month same, he's 97 like me mm. So we'll see. But yeah, boy, basketball. Hey, man, playoffs is interesting, man. What did you think about Gobert? <laughs> the wild guy. Can't um, believe punched this one. Wild guy, man. Well, you know the NBA playoffs? Me, personally, this year, I'm not as high because my guy's out. <laughs> and it hurt. It hurt when... It hurt. We got this up. year, this year, when... The, I was never in favour of the, mm. the Kyrie trade. And it came back to bite Dallas, and then when when Dallas were just losing, man, I was losing my love for basketball so much. But I'm back now for the playoffs. Now I don't even need to talk about Dallas anymore. We gotta have, really got have a discussion about your your boy. Hey man, he, he was injured for a bit of that stretch. Uh, doesn't play defense. That's it. That's At the end you. of the day, man, he's not playing defense. There's not much I can say. He did say that he'd been playing basketball for three years straight, basically. With the Olympics and then Eurobasket and then going back. So what I need from him now, I need him to actually show dedication in this off season. I don't want to just see videos. He needs to lose the weight. He needs to get in shape. He needs to be a force this season. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. season. All this every season coming into the season as MVP f- favourite. Win the MVP. Be the best player. You're there in the top four. They, they say compare you to Jokic, you compare you to Yanis, you compare you to Embiid. And them guys are not missing the playoffs. That's the thing. That's my issue. Them guys are not missing the playoffs. You have to make the playoffs. I have issues with Dallas as well. Dallas don't have enough pieces. Losing Brunson was a big mistake. Losing Dorian Finney-Smith is a big mistake. They have to go big this summer. They mm-hmm. need to get some wings in. They, they really need to make some big moves to actually support Luka. Like, the Kyrie move didn't make sense to us, anyone. It's just an asset now that you have. You better sign him again, because if you don't sign him, you're in trouble. I just don't see anyone giving him a four-year max, though. That's the only issue. And I think Dallas is the only one dumb enough to give him the four-year max. I'd really be shocked if they double down on him. <laughs> but I did say at the beginning of the season, I was, I was feeling Ant, Ant over him. And Ant's my guy. I think Ant was really... Ant's going to take out Lakers tonight. Um, your little, guy, little MJ. Your, your guy Luca needs to commit to defense and fitness, 
and they're linked because you know you need to have the legs to be offensively proficient and to also put defensive effort in. And like, so my biggest issue with him, in order for him to meet the lofty standards you set for him and everyone else, are you going to be committed to defense? Are you going to be committed to fitness? Are you going to commit to buying into those sort of elements to lead your team effectively? And so far, it's not. It's looked. It's looked up and down. But so far, right now, well, right now, saying telling no. Last season, it showed. It, it was just about good enough because they got to the conference finals and done well. But obviously now that he's lost his defensive pieces, which is on not on him on the back up front office. His flaws have been exposed even more. Yes. He needs to be in a team where he has a lot of defensive killers, a lot of three and D guys, losing Dorian Finney Smith. Um, obviously they need to resign Brunson. Who else did they lose as well? Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. They lost a lot of good guys. Um, so they basically lost their they lost their second and third best players in the last playoffs. And Jason Kipper will get sacked again, unfortunately. He deserves it though. I don't think he's gonna get sacked, but he actually deserves to go. Jason Kidd doesn't. He doesn't. He's not as smart as the top coaches in the league. That's the issue. He doesn't make as many adjustments as the top coaches in the league make. He's not a Steve Kerr like. I think it's you. Th- you think he would be, but he's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just maybe. Maybe he's just best as a coach, not uh, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might, that might be the thing because for the Lakers, you know, they t- they done well. He done well for them. Everyone always talked him up, so maybe that's just his ceiling at the end of the day. But, and you know, he last year he had a good year. He had a generational player playing at the peak of his powers. And sometimes, you know, when that happens, it just over. It it, it just clicks like I, we had the LeBron. You always have a year when you're a young player where you burst through, yep. and the next year, you know, it's never as great. Like LeBron got to the finals, very young. Took him time to get back again. He even had to change franchise. We've got Luca just burst onto the scene. Got to a conference finals. Now it's down. Because yeah, people are just to you. People yeah. will scheme for you properly. Trey Young burst into the conference final. And now they talk about him being traded. Yeah. So it happens, you know. You, you have to now, you know, come back, readjust, you know, and then go again. Like, obviously, KD. KD got to a finals very young and it took him time to, he didn't get to the finals again for how long? Until he got back to the Warriors when he left for the Warriors but he could have got to the final again in 2016 but he folded. Um, yeah, he folded. But then LeBron had some moments where he's folded as well um, but then again he was with undermanned teams mm-hmm. I mean he lost to um, Orlando was that in the conference finals? No, for the conference semi-finals lost against the Celtics I believe in the conference finals um, wait, the season before he left. Who scored? I don't know who scored the second. Let me check. I know, as you were saying. Oh, uh, Haaland, this is Bernardo Silva. Yeah, what you, you were saying? LeBron got to the conference. LeBron, um... Yeah, LeBron, he faded. I'm uh, not faded, sorry. Um, he got, yeah, he got knocked out in the conference finals against the Celtics and then, uh, yeah, when you, once you burst on the scenes and everyone's talking about you, that everyone's scheming for you even more so. So you're heavy on, you know, their scouting report. Well, you're obviously probably number one in scouting report, but they look into you even even in more in depth and they find out your flaws and they're forcing towards your weak side, making you do different things. And if your skill set mm-hmm. and game plan is developed, you're going to get, um, to an extent, exposed. You want me to do those things again. But obviously in LeBron and I guess to an extent Lucas' case, obviously their teammates weren't as good. So they realised that, you know, they needed to leave. Same with, obviously, even when you go back to the guys like Jordan, obviously Jordan didn't leave, but... He needed to be able to trust his teammates more. He needed his teammates to develop because obviously once that like, you know the quote unquote Jordan rules came in, 
Um, they required him to pass the ball more and he wasn't able to do that. But when Phil Jackson came in, he, I was able to unlock that part of his game for him to pass and use his teammates because that helped them get better, helped them, hit, you know, his team hit more shots, also helped them to have the more of an impact on the defensive end because they're actually getting moving in part of the offence mm-hmm. and also as well, open up avenues for him as well because now they know he's, he's, he's a, um, a threat to pass. Well, obviously, he doesn't know he's a threat to score, but now he's also a threat to pass as well. So, you know, it makes things quite... Of um, quite a bit easier for him than it used to be, so very key. And for- what also happens when you're so, so good, so young, is that you don't allow your front office to get good complimentary job. pieces. It's hard to get good draft yeah, picks here. Yeah, get draft together because for the case of LeBron and Luca, as soon as they they like they hit their peak very young, then the picks that you're getting are in the like the mid teens, early twenties. We're not gonna get a star player, so that's why it's harder to build those teams around them. You know, maybe if you look at the Hawks with Trey Young, they were poor for a while. They're able to get a Hunter. They're able to get Reddish in. They're able to get other pieces, and then you know it works in that favor. You know, if you don't like you, you develop, you develop in that way. So, you know, it's a curse and a gift being a good so early, being a great player, and you know. Yeah, it's ups and downs. We speak to Luca. We speak about Luca. You know, come back in five years' time. To be fair, most great players they win their chips in their late twenties. When did Giannis win his trip? Twenty six. Yeah. Late twenties. Hey, I told you, Mbappe is going to end up being a better superstar. I'm telling you, we're winning the chip before Mbappe wins that Champions League. And look at his team. Mbappe's team is... Mbappe's going to go to Madrid or something. We'll see. Yeah, better go Madrid. We might go Man City. Not with Vinicius looking like this. He's never going to Madrid if Vinicius is He's like going, this. man. He's going to bench Messi. What's Vinicius going to do? Vinicius is going to go right wing, man. No, no. Vinicius got to ball. Rodrigo as well. Yeah, Vinicius. They got all these Brazilian young boys. Yeah, but that's what about when Hendrik comes? Or maybe they must tap Mbappe down the middle when Benzema's gone. Where's Hendrik? He'll be part of rotation. No, no, no. If no, do Odegaard, he'll leave. Come Arsenal, man. You know, that's Arsenal. That's, oh, Arsenal. Yeah, we'll that's, that's Arsenal's market. Take the, the, the hand me downs. We're taking Buffy. Hmm? We're taking Buffy. We don't have the clout for that, man. Soon. It's one league title. Two league titles. Three league titles. I don't think we have the money, eh? Either. How about Osherman? How about. Think about this. I'll take Osherman. If Osherman wins the. If the yeah, I'll take Osherman. Like, I'm going to United. That's my biggest. Anyway, playoffs. Who you got, man? I'm gonna go who you got. I'm gonna give you this week to Fester. I'll let you think, but then I'm gonna hold you to who you got to I'm win. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hold you to. I'm gonna give you this week. To hey, you. if everyone stays fit, I need to see what Christmas. You're saying is. it now. I'm gonna hold you to this. If everyone stays fit, and, you know, and I need to see what Chris Middleton is saying. If I let me check what he's saying, but if yeah, my my other picks been the Bucks. Oh, what the same? I've been the Bucks since the start of the season. Uh I think. I was favouring Warriors at the start of the season. I got box Warriors finals. Chris Minton since the start of the season. Um, he's box. back though, he's back, but he doesn't play every week. They need him, man. He opens. Okay, so he had some training, done some weightlifting, um, individual and weight women work during Tuesday practice, but expected to be involved on Thursday. Um, 
managing knee soreness. So he should be back for the first playoffs. He'll probably come off the bench. But he's been playing. He's been playing though, so. But yeah. Um, before we shut off MVP. Yanis. And all this nuance. So yeah, in B, if when B gets it, it'll be our longevity that he's been probably the best player over the three years. But been considered over the three years where he hasn't got it, and then it's like, okay, now it's your time to have it. That's how it'll be. Jokic got it for the third year is because his team has been so dominant up to a point and Jokic obviously he does so much for the team puts all the play offensively he's basically the 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 son for the offence as it, everything rotates around him orbits around it but for me personally why I have Yanis' best player on the best team one defensively no one really compares to what Yanis is on a night to night basis and uh, offensively, he's so consistent. He's just so consistent, and sure. the pressure he puts on the rim, the pressure he puts on the opponent, on what he opens up for his opponent, for his the other players and his team. You know, you can't question him. To be he, fair, he missed a lot of games. He only played sixty-three games underneath the new rules. He wouldn't be eligible. I think he's at fifty-five or 60, sixty-five. Sixty-five. He only played sixty-three games. Sorry, that's ridiculous, man. These new rules are dumb. He's, CJ McCollum practically ruined the NBA with that. Why? So, if you, if you get injured for, what, 20 games in the season, you can't... Well, CJ McCollum's the thingy. Yeah. The players... Players union. You don't, yeah. So, if you get injured for 20 games, you're not going to get... Do you know what's going to happen? Guys are going to just come in for one minute and come out. Yeah, he 63 games. Yeah, just come in for one minute and come out. I'm ruining your averages, though. It's our averages on games, not minutes, isn't it? Well, that's what they're gonna look out for when your averages. Well, my guys will do what Luca did play one quarter and they'll manage the rest of the game. Yeah, that's it. That's what people will do for him. LeBron won't do that. He makes sure he gets his 10 points. LeBron, oh, LeBron always gets. Remember when he got injured, he still got 10 points. Yeah. Third. 3-0. Oh, wow. This is not good, man. Bayern Munich needs to keep this game close. Needs to win on City. Um, Jason Tatum for 74 games shout out to him um, you know these guys just didn't play enough games wait why is, the, why is Damien Lillard on the MVP letter is he on it for basketball reference must have some crazy stats but no 55% 27% for free for nine, 64% um I I think Giannis is the MVP is the best player um, even though he missed quite a few games you know dominant both sides of the ball but to play devil's advocate I think Embiid would, would win it for narrative reasons like that and to be fair um, you know they only won they only had four less wins had a better record than Jokic obviously dominant on both sides um, Embiid statistically was really good as well 50, just under 55% taking a lot of mid-range 33% on the three of three, three attempts a game, which is more than Nikola Jokic, even though Nikola Jokic shot 38%. Free throw wise, um, Embiid 85%, Nikola Jokic 82%, great for centre. Um, but yeah, I feel that he probably will win it to us, Embiid. But Giannis, like I said, he missed quite a few games. That's going to go against him. Even though, even though for the games he played, he has the best winning percentage, averaging great stats. And I think the statistics, the efficiency of the 
three and a three for will go in Embiid's favor. So Embiid will probably win it. Even though I think Giannis is the best player, and probably be most deserved ever so slightly. Same as not the best player was. Yeah, and Giannis is going to experience the stuff that LeBron and Michael experienced before. They they probably had like at least two or three MVPs. They they should have won, but they didn't. So and because he wasn't a clear standout, man, he's going to miss out this time. So yeah. Any last words? Any parting gifts? Can't believe Bayern are getting slapped like this. Yeah, not live up to the end of the bargain. Hey, they actually sacked Nagelsmann, you know, for this. He's he disappointed. Nagelsmann had a loss in the Champions League, you know. I mean, league, I mean it was second in the league. They were second in the league at the time. And it's two seconds. I'm not sure. I don't keep on that league. Who cares about the league, bro? Win the champs. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, Bayern got issues. But yeah. It's your boy Melo, it's your boy J.A. Make sure you like and subscribe. That'll be on the YouTube. Make sure you follow us on all socials. That'll be the Instagram and the Twitter. TMG! Make sure you listen to us audibly. That'll be the Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Do your thing, you know. But only just getting started. Let's get it. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. We out.